Hello everyone, welcome to the Walk in the Light podcast and God bless you all. I want to start off by saying that uh, Mark and I are both sorry for the delay since our last podcast as we wanted to do a quickly do a uh, debate-ish style podcast before we slowed down for a little bit. A uh, little backstory: Mark is currently doing his preceptorship for school and we wanted to add that podcast off before then as we knew and would be uh, knew he would and would be pretty busy for the remainder of the year. That isn't to say we plan to stop doing podcasts during that time. It just means uh, we could potentially see some lar- a little bit larger gaps between episodes. Now today I'm coming to you solo. I wanted to cover a study I have done on suffering for Christ's name. My original plan for this wasn't to cover <clears throat> more than 1 Peter chapter 4, 12 through 19, um, and some support verses. But seeing as it's election day, I feel God has put it on my heart to also get into some of 1 Peter chapter 2, with the hopes of keeping a biblical perspective during the last day of the election, and what uh, what is important to keep in mind. This won't be under our typical format. I didn't plan to do this podcast today when I laid to rest last night, but uh, woke up feeling it was really important time to do this. So bear with me as uh, with the template as I go. Um, I'll try to keep this as minimal as possible. Um, looking at it, it looks like it might wind up being a little bit longer than I intended, but uh, I'll try to... Uh, as quick as possible but also not uh, so quick that it's hard to keep up with so let's open up with prayer we're gonna as we usually do open up with Paul's prayer from um, Ephesians chapter 3 God we ask that Christ would grant us all of grant all of us according to the riches of his glory be strengthened with power through his spirit in, in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith and that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So, something to give this verse uh, perspective that I'm going to be getting into today in 1 Peter uh, chapter 4, 12 through 19. And later into some of 1 Peter chapter 2. We must know the background and setting for this uh, uh, this particular passage and really all of First Peter. Shortly before or after Peter's writings, um, Nero was emperor and he loved to build. When Nero desired to have Rome rebuilt, he burned it down. As a result, many were killed, uh, were homeless, bitter, likely hungry, uh, were giving up hope. Nero seeing this and realizing that Romans were seeking to accuse him um, uh, he wanted to shift the attention elsewhere. Christians at that time were the perfect people to frame for this. 
Um, they were already hated for their association with the Jews. Um, so Nero blamed Christians for the burning of Rome. This started the very horrific 200-year period of persecution for Christians. Nero was very cruel to Christians. One thing he did is um, he had Christians dipped in wax. Then he would impale them on spikes. He would then light them on fire for parties all around the, the palace. Um, so that was just uh, one example, one of the things uh, Nero did uh, to Christians. And uh, it really started a really bad time for, like I said, about 200 years. When we get into chapter 2, we will see how, despite all this, Christians uh, were called to honor the emperor. But this was written to warn the Christians of that time to prepare for suffering. Now, this is important because we may suffer today for the name of Christ and following him, and some saints may even die for this. But make no, make no mistake, we are currently not to compare our suffering to the same as a uh, the Christians of the time of this passage, or of First uh, Peter. Um, but we can see that as we follow Christ, we are very likely to see the same type of sufferings he faced. Um, so let's get into the passage. I will try to unpack this in as clear and easy to understand uh, as possible. Um, for the sake of time, I've kind of shortened um, my breakdown of this verse, because um, I have a lot I want to cover today, but uh, I'll try to be as thorough as possible uh, nonetheless. So the passage we'll be studying is 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. It says, Beloved, now, Beloved, Peter, Peter starts off here with an emotional term towards Christians, and I think it's always really important to identify those when we're breaking down uh, passages. Uh, continuing, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So it's important as Christians to know and to expect trials. These trials are to test us, to grow us, to tear down strongholds, um, amongst other things. As we face trials and persecutions, we can rejoice that God is using it for, uh, for good, that as we follow Christ and his example, we will face suffering, and that suffering have, will have a lot of similarities uh, oftentimes to how Christ suffered, sometimes even including death. But, what we can't, but we can rejoice because God is using it to reveal and glorify himself and for our good, that he can shape us and align us to his will. So let's continue in uh, verse 14. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. Here we see that those that follow Christ will suffer. Um, we can expect this. And as a result of suffering, we will be blessed. Specifically here, the Holy Spirit of glory and of God will rest upon us um, that we have honored and glorified his name. But we also see a warning here that not all suffering is good. Those who are free in Christ are not to use that freedom to do sinful things. Um, 
and I will go over this more in First Peter chapter 2, but we are not to live in civil disobedience as a result of our freedom. We should honor everyone and not seek to overhaul cultures. Now, I don't mean that we shouldn't strive to warn sinful aspects of culture, but we need to remember we are not for this world. Um, and uh, also, as Christians, um, we are not to be ashamed, but we should... Um, honor and glorify God in that name, um, and that's just how we should live out. Uh, continuing in 17, for it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God, and if it begins with us, what will become? What will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous are scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Here we are not talking about specifically about eternal judgment. <clears throat> But God's judgment and discipline that all will face. We need to understand that we will be judged and disciplined by God in this life as a Christian um, and even as an unbeliever. Therefore, we must not use our freedom to live like sinners and cause civil disobedience, amongst other things. It ruins our testimony, our ministries, and our witnesses. Uh, and then finally finishing off in 19... Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. So as we suffer following Christ's example, we are faithful and expected to do good. Creator is used here to remind us that God is sovereign. He is in control. It is only him that creates, and he has power and might over all things. So to kind of break down this verse, uh, to kind of uh, simplify it, I guess, uh, so one, we are not to be surprised when trials, suffering, and persecution come upon us when we follow Christ and live by his example. Two, we can rejoice and be glad. God loves us, loves to bless us. Never forget that. And when we follow Christ and suffer for it, he's going to bless us. Now this isn't a pro uh, promise to bless us with money, fame, easy times, or anything like that but that we have uh, what we need and our hope is in him in the next life. Uh, number three, God doesn't want us disrupting or, or overturning cultures. Again, this isn't to say we don't warn against sinful practices, but overturning the core pieces of culture isn't what we are here to be doing. Um, number four, he wants us to put our faith and trust in him that he is good and sovereign and in control of all things. And number five, God does all things for our good and to correct us and to align us with his example and his original design for mankind. <clears throat> so that's uh, the quick breakdown of 1 Peter chapter 4, 12 through 19. Um, now moving on to 1 Peter uh chapter 2, and um, I want us to kind of keep in mind here of um, the reason why I wanted to do chapter 4 first is to kind of get our, uh, give us a perspective, um, give us that perspective uh, before we get into chapter 2, so that way we have a better mindset uh, when we unpack a little bit of chapter 2. Now, I'm not going to go into uh, chapter 2 as detailed as I did in um uh, chapter 4, but um, I did want to highlight it today just in 
light of uh, the election today. So now in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, starting in verses 11 and 12, uh, beloved, again, an emotional term, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Christians are described as sojourners here and exiles because we are not of this world. Those that follow Christ are the people that are described a little bit earlier in chapter 2, and it's in verses 4 and 5. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through, Je uh, to God through Jesus Christ. Um, so that's just kind of, um, I think we need to, it's important to keep that mindset um, in all things that, you know, we are, we are not um, of this world. We are chosen and precious to God. Um, and uh, we are being built um, as stones. The cornerstone is Jesus Christ, and we are being built off of that. Um, so continuing in 1 Peter uh, chapter 2, uh, verses 13 and 17. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to pra praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of the foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as a servant of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. So this section is more to today's today being election day. Um, I want us to keep in mind that we went over what we went over in First Peter chapter four. As I say this. Uh, Every institution is in place by the sovereign power of God. We do not live, we are not to live in civil disobedience. We are to honor the president, whoever it winds up being, that we are to honor everyone, do good, and praise those that, that do good. That we have freedom in Christ, but we are not to use that freedom as a cover-up for evil. That means speaking evil, doing evil, plotting evil, and the like. But instead, we are to serve God, loving one another, revealing, honoring, and glorifying Christ in all that we do and all he commands, which includes everyone. Loving our brothers, which includes honoring everyone. Loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, fearing God, and the point of why I wanted to cover this today, honor the emperor or in our case, the president. Regardless of whether he was the uh, the president you wanted, you personally wanted, or not. And remember, he is instituted by God and commanded, and we are commanded to honor him. Nero had, had, had done horrific things to Christians, and they were commanded to honor him. I ask you, brothers and sisters, today, 
in a climate where we are not being persecuted on the same scale as these Christians, that we could love one another during this election and remember that we have a much better place waiting for us with good, with a good and loving and mighty God. Uh, I'd like to close out with a prayer. God, I pray over this election that we can remember to honor and glorify you by revealing you and your goodness and your power to the world, that we would use the same measure to honor one another that you have given to us. God, we know that in your sovereignty, our president will be handpicked and instituted by you. God, I pray that you would guide him in wisdom and understanding, just like you did with Solomon, that he would lead our nation with Christian values, that you would heal our land of COVID-19, of the fires, of the riots and violence, and of the hatred and cruelty towards each other, and turn us back towards you, God. Give us a heart that seeks only after you, that what you have given to us, though we do not deserve it, we would give to others in the same measure. God, we ask for these things in your precious name. Amen. And so I'd like to close out. If uh, anybody has any prayer requests or praises, as always, you can send them to walkinthelight at walkinthelightsp.com. Again, that's walkinthelight at walkinthelightsp.com. If you like what we are doing here and want more, le more daily doses of hope in Scripture, follow us at our other social media accounts. We have a Twitter. It is walkin underscore the light. Again, that's walkin underscore the light. At Facebook, we have Walk in the Light. And Instagram, we have Walk in the Light SP. Again, that's Walk in the Light SP. And I uh, just thank you guys for your time. And uh, I hope that this, uh, this little study was uh, uh, a blessing to you, um, that it helps you. And, and again, just uh, keep in mind um, during this election time, it's so easy to... Uh, get bitter and hostile and um, and forget that we are commanded to love one another and and to honor our uh, our uh, country's leaders so just uh, please keep that in mind and uh, God bless you all